Hello and welcome to Mixed Feelings, a podcast about news, politics, and pop culture on the Really FM network. I'm Quinn Rose, and I'm here as always with my co-host Jillian Parker. Hey everyone. Hey Quinn. Hey, I haven't seen you since the last time we recorded. <laughs> yep, Quinn and I are back to our once-a-week sessions where we see each other for a full, almost two hours every Wednesday when we record. Yeah, it's our, it's our little special time together. <laughs> yes, I have been MIA from the rest of the world for the past 72 hours because I had a midterm. I also, it was a long weekend, and so I went and visited some family in Pennsylvania, which was quite nice. Mm-hmm. And Jillian had a good weekend. Oh, yeah, I saw Hamilton! <laughs> yes! It was amazing, and even my mom liked it, so we were very excited. I can't believe your mom went. Yeah, I know, and she, like, thoroughly had a good time. Like, I was so nervous, and I kept looking over at her when, like, they were going through songs, which is a huge sacrifice on my part because I did not want to, like, tear my eyes away from the stage. (laughs) Um, But, no, she really liked it. Um, So her reasons for, like, thinking she wouldn't like it was because she doesn't really like history, and she also doesn't like rap music, and Hamilton is literally about the Founding Fathers and rap verse. So, um... Yeah, she liked King George, <laughs> and she liked Aaron Burr. And I was like, Mom? <laughs> I'm a little concerned by those choices, but all right. Well, the guy who played Aaron Burr was actually very funny. Oh, really? He was, like, really good. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so, you know how, like, it's, so it's no longer the original cast, so everyone just, like, kind of puts their own twist on things, and he mm-hmm. did a really good job. I'm glad you had such a good time. I'm excited for you. I'm super jealous. All the things. <laughs> all the things. But yeah, how are you doing? How are you surviving midterm season, which lasts from now until the end of the semester? <laughs> I don't really have midterms. I mean, I have one midterm for my voice class. I think we have to recite a poem. Okay. Well, I've been up since 3 a.m., so. I don't take classes with exams. I take sociology and theater classes. We just write papers and act and stuff. <laughs> oh my goodness, that sounds so nice. I'm taking a piece at class, writing a thesis. A German lit class and a Danish class. You do this to yourself. (laughs) I know. I I have no one to blame but myself. This is objectively a me problem. I'm sorry. It's okay. We all make poor choices. And by we, I mean I. I make poor choices. I think that we can all objectively say that we all make poor choices. But you know who really made a few thousand poor choices? I was wondering if we were going to turn that into a thing. And yes, we are. (laughs) (laughs) So, Harvey Weinstein, um, well, are we going to pronounce it, well, how does it, how is it pronounced? Weinstein? Or are we going with Weinstein? We're not, we're not going with Weinstein? Is that an option? (laughs) That is the German pronunciation. Okay, we're not doing that. His last name means wine rock. All right, we're, none of that, we're not doing any of that. Okay. His name is Weinstein. Yes. Harvey Weinstein. Yes. He sucks. Yes. So... This really famous Hollywood producer, huge exec that's just been responsible for so many movies, Pulp Fiction, all of this stuff. Um, Shakespeare in Love. Yes. Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Yes. I was just reading an article, so I have these in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So several women have come out, more than several, actually. Like a lot. Yes. Um, With That's a scientific measurement, by the way. A lot is more than several. (laughs) Hella. <laughs> Hello, women. Um, and accused him of sexual assaulting them earlier in their careers. And this is just absolutely mind blowing because not only is um, 
sexual assault is just such a huge problem to begin with, but the fact that apparently other people in the industry, aka men in the industry, knew about this but didn't say anything. Yeah, so it's been this many step. This has been happening over the course of the last week, and it's if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I'm obsessed with this story. Um, uh, but yeah, so basically it came out last week. There was a new article in the New York Times that brought forth a lot of allegations to light about sexual misconduct um, on the part of Harvey Weinstein. Um, him, basically sexual harassment, um, and, and but he is an incredibly powerful man in Hollywood, and so he would prey on younger women and people um, who are working on his various projects and trying to make it in Hollywood and sexually harass them. He would want them to, you know, give him massages and, like, be be in his hotel room and just be absolutely disgusting abuse of power. Um, And then since then, I mean, the story is still raging a week later, which in today's news cycle is pretty impressive because more more and more stuff keep coming out, um, including allegations of sexual assaults. to from various women um to various definitions and so people have come forward with everything from um he made unwanted sexual advances to he raped me um and everything in between mm-hmm. it's funny because everyone's like well this was like hollywood's open secret is that like harvey weinstein um sexually harassed women and that everybody knew that and it's like i didn't know that i don't even know who Harley, harvey weinstein was um mm-hmm. and i mean i probably should but I had just, I just like knew the name and I had a vague idea that like he was a producer and then suddenly all this news comes out and his name is everywhere. And so there's that. And then like this story supposedly has almost come out so many times before, um, or like at least a few times before and it got suppressed, um, especially by Weinstein and his company, of course, but also like perhaps by other actors in Hollywood, um, who put pressure on reporters to not pursue the story and stuff like that. And so... It's a, there's a whole web of, a whole web of badness. (laughs) Yeah. It's just super disheartening to see this because I mean, obviously number one, just in principle, but the fact that it was just like accepted and I don't know, it's just like one of those things where it's like, oh, well, we agree to not say anything. And it's just kind of like a group, group promise or I don't even know. Um, but that just exacerbates the problem. Mm-hmm. it's this enabling of it because and you know there's this guy everywhere and not all of them are incredibly powerful hollywood producers that are particularly difficult to take down but you know the, the thing that's been happening in the wake of this is so many people have come forward with stories and it's like you all know that guy you know the guy in the office who you keep the interns away from and who you warn the new women about and like mm-hmm. it just it's allowed to happen because the people who are impacted by it don't have the power to get rid of him and, you know, the number of times that, that people have come forward with this information and nothing gets happened or their careers get damaged. And so it happens on different scales, but it, it's everywhere. Yeah, that's the thing that's the most disheartening is the fact that he did have this, you know, huge amount of power and he had this, he just abused it so, so much. And the fact that, like, women didn't want to say anything or, like, men didn't want to say anything because he could actually end their careers so that just does not make the problem any any better it's the whole casting couch phenomenon they're used casting couch yeah it was a phenomenon in the entertainment industry that like the casting couch was like the couch 
that the director slash producer and the young actress would hook up on. Um, oh. And so, because that's what you had to do to get cast in something. And so, and it's like a real thing. Um, I mean, not like a specific couch, but you know, that, that, that concept of like um, exploiting, especially younger actresses. Um, and that supposedly is something that's not in the industry anymore, but it still is. Oh, and, and so, of course, he comes out with this statement about how, like, he's from a different era. And it's like, excuse me, in what era was it okay to sexually assault women? It just, it, that's never been okay. That's never been, like, a good thing to do. It's just been more tolerated on a widespread basis. It yeah. doesn't make it any less unethical. Just because you got away with it doesn't make it okay. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I feel like this casting couch concept is just, like, one of those things where, like, it's almost like everyone agree. I just heard of this, but it's like one of those things that everyone agrees isn't a problem anymore, even though it totally is. Like you know, racism or sexism. Yeah, one of the good things that's come from all of this is like the more news that comes out, it's it's pulling other people out of um, the shadows, and so people feel more comfortable to come forward. One with heart stories about Weinstein, but also like with other stories. Um, one of the most talked about examples of this has been terry cruz mm -hmm. so terry cruz is um an actor on brooklyn 99 and if you are not familiar with him he's huge he's like a big guy um and he shared a story about being sexually assaulted by a hollywood executive fairly recently i believe mm -hmm. um so this is like a successful actor a huge guy who could physically fight off anyone who tried to come at him um and he was sexually assaulted in front of his wife and then, like, he couldn't do anything about it. He knew that if he spoke out, then he could get blacklisted, um, and then no one would believe him, and he was just so embarrassed by it and, and didn't feel like he could say anything. And it, he didn't name the executive or anything, but he did come forward with this story after all the news came out and was like, this can happen to anyone, um, and it's, this, it's abuse of power, and it's not okay whether, no matter who it's coming from and who it's going to. And so brave of him for sharing that story. And honestly, like, how confident do you have to be to assault Terry Crews? What? <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's just ridiculous. Like, ugh. so it's just, I feel like a lot of the time, most of the time, 99% of the time, whenever a sexual assault story comes out, um, there's always just like, kind of that, that disbelief, especially if it's a prominent person. Um, and it's like, oh, like, are we sure? Like, she could be lying kind of thing. And then it's just, I, and that's why women are so afraid to come out and say these things because it's like, well, it's like they're going into the problem knowing that all of their, like, everything that they're saying is going to be argued against. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, oh, why bother? What's the point? Yeah, and it's like in life and in general false accusations do happen they are very rare because they you don't people are always like oh if they're gonna falsely accuse like this famous person of assault in order to to get fame and money from whatever you don't actually you don't that's not beneficial all you get is like in thousands of people doubting your story harassing you online mm -hmm. um, hate mail liar, hate mail trolls yeah getting doxxed um 
it's not this is not the path to fame and fortune no it seems to be the path of misery which is why so many people so many prominent people don't say anything um two people that came out and actually talked about um harvey weinstein sexually harassing them was were uh, gwyneth paltrow and angelina jolie like two of the you know biggest names in hollywood mm-hmm. oh and Cara delavine just came out and said that really um, yeah he harassed her too these are powerful women mm-hmm. um and it just goes to show that like how how completely confident he was that no one was going to say anything mm-hmm what is interesting, did you see the statement from Meryl Streep? I did not. So Meryl Streep put out a statement a couple of days ago about, it was like, this is all horrible, and but a lot of the statement was just her saying, I knew nothing about this. Like, I, I had no idea, and I think this is terrible. And a lot of people were like, sure, like, how could you possibly not know? Because apparently, like, everyone in Hollywood knew, and it was so incredibly prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um but then someone on Twitter pointed out, and I don't remember who it was, but it's like, Meryl Streep is maybe the most successful actress in Hollywood, mm-hmm. like, ever, um, potentially, depending on how you're measuring. And there's like, do you really think that he was that he is going to harass her? And do you really think that people who know about it, who need um, the support of both him and her, like, these two incredibly powerful people, that they're going to feel comfortable coming to her with that information... Mm-hmm. um it's like that so like whether or not she knew is like very much i don't know she says she did she didn't other people say of course she must have but then with this new co- news coming out that like even people like angelino jolie um that he tried to go after them and everything and so it's all very messy and i don't know whether she's just trying to cover her tracks and saying that she didn't know or if genuinely like some people were shielded from this mm-hmm how a lot of critics have been saying, oh, well, now people are only coming out and talking about this because it's easy for them and convenient because it's like, oh, they're just jumping on the bandwagon and, like, letting everything come out at once. And it's just like, well, you accuse... Well, first of all, you have all these doubts to begin with. And so then you saying, like... And this is just, you know, the general you, the universal you. (laughs) um, You coming out and criticizing women for saying things and then you wonder why women wouldn't say this in the first place right like it's it's psychology mm-hmm. yeah and it it's <laughs> the sexual harassment bandwagon what and it is like if you want to put it in those terms it is a bandwagon and but in the, in that when the first person says something it becomes easier to sp- it does become easier to speak out because then you feel like people will believe you if you can see like there is safety in numbers and strength in numbers and that doesn't mean that like they're making it up somehow or or that like it didn't actually impact them if they didn't say anything before now it just means that now people actually feel safe to reveal something that that obviously they've been thinking about and it's been weighing on them for however long if they're they're still coming out with it now Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean obviously of course the strength in numbers that works two ways right like i'm just thinking of the salem witch trials um, whoa okay it's just like escalated <laughs> i'm taking a class on bargaining with the devil okay like it's it's a lot wait you're taking what yeah it's my german literature class we're just talking about <sighs> oh that's incredible know, faust dr faustus i showed you my finsta right when it's like can i copy your homework yeah but don't make it too obvious and it's just like um faustus and then the next one is like dr faustus <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, so, like, the Salem Witch Trials, and I think that's sort of the fear, like, how these girls and paranoia, and just, like, they had so much power that they abused because they could just, like, claim claim that people were witches and then have their like problems removed or have them like thrown in jail or whatever and so that's like the polar opposite or the inverse of this right so it's just like people back then like believed them even though they were lying and now it's just like when people are telling the truth people doubt them that was a wild example but i will let it stand Well, Hollywood has been letting this stand for quite some time, so... Mm, Touché. Oh, yeah. So what else has been happening with this? This is, like, every entertainer now, um, everyone in Hollywood is talking about this. um, Because it's bigger than him. Like, it's about him, but it's also about the whole industry. Like, this is not the first time this has happened. But what's... I think that is the sign of forward progress is, like, this story came out now because this is after... Bill O'Reilly and Roger Ailes and Bill Cosby, like after other men have been held accountable for these actions um, to varying degrees. I mean, Roger Ailes has to leave Fox, but he takes millions of dollars with him. Um, Bill Cosby, like goes is goes to trial, but ends with a hung jury. And so, you know, we're not we're not seeing the kind of like definitive punishments but we are seeing consequences and we are seeing these men removed from their positions of power um and that is a type of forward momentum and so i do think that we're going to be seeing more of this and that this is part of that trend is like the the culture is more prepared to understand and accept this news and i mean as much as it sucks and as much as we're probably gonna you know there's more people that we like that we're gonna find out suck shout out to the joss whedon story which still makes me sad every day which one the Joss Whedon story. We oh talked yes, about a few weeks ago. yes. Shadon's wife. Yep. The younger actresses. Anyway, so I'm really sad to be losing favorites, but this is why you should just never look up to anyone. Yeah. So TLDR, just don't have role models because everyone will disappoint you in the end. Yep. Oh, except Lin Manuel Miranda. Yes, he is still Bay. This is a thing where there was some article that said that they contacted 32 men in Hollywood and they had a list of them and they said to for comment on the Weinstein story and none of them responded. And one of the men on the list was Lin-Manuel Miranda, which is a little weird because he's been in Hollywood for like a year. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Chill. He's not like yeah. a deeply entrenched industry executive. But all right. Um, and then a lot of people were calling him out and were like, Lin, why didn't you respond for a comment? What are you afraid to stand up to Weinstein? What's going on? Um and then, which was, like, weirdly unfair, especially since, you know, like, he hasn't been in Hollywood for that long. And, like, he was the only not-white man on that list. And was like, why is everyone focusing on him? It's a little weird. But I also understand that just he's, like, a beautiful, unproblematic fave. Um, and he's, like, very active on Twitter and accessible. So people uh, called him out directly. Whatever. But I he- also think people, like, want to find something wrong with him. Because people love to hate people. Yeah. It's something I've noticed, especially celebrities. And so then, okay, finish the story. Mm-hmm. There is a little bit of spite, like, he's gotta be, he's gotta be evil underneath. He's too perfect. He's too cool. Yeah, but then he put out a statement the next day and was like, I'm sorry, everybody, I woke up to this, this, everyone was talking to me about this. I asked my team to keep anything that was unrelated to Puerto Rico off my desk. Fair. And so I didn't see it. And like, of course, I think this is all horrible and like, um, you know, 
Weinstein sucks. He didn't say that, but... <laughs> I mean, essentially. And I was like, oh my god, that explanation makes sense. He apologized. He had the appropriate response. Like, he can continue being someone I can look up to. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh my god, he's so great. I just, after this week, I just needed someone to hold on to. <laughs> so, don't trust anyone except... <laughs> And Manuel Miranda. Yo, if he ever news ever comes out about him, just knock on wood that it won't. This episode is going to be this clip is going to be played back for us. It's going to be very sad. Yes. Please don't do anything bad. No. We love you. Mm. Also, this is like the whole episode. By the way, it's just us talking about this story because it is huge, and I am obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what was your initial reaction to hearing this? Like, what was like the first thought? Was it just like? not surprised or was it like kind of shock i don't know i mean it was the same i'm so tired jillian no it honestly was just feeling tired um i think i i I tweeted about the story when i first read it and what i said is it just sounds they all sound the same you can just swap out the names and the dates and you're just hearing the same story over and over again man in power abuses power and like abuses the women that are just trying to have careers Um, and this happens so so often especially in places like the entertainment industry which is incredibly unbalanced in terms of gender and power and and race and yeah like uh, almost any other measure that you can think of um this is obviously like we're focusing very much on like men abusing women because that is like that is what's happening in the Weinstein situation and other things, but that is definitely not the only direction it goes, as exhibited by the Terry Crews case. And, like, there are so many intersecting factors of, of race and sexual orientation and all these things. But it tends to be white, straight, cisgender men in positions of power. And so that's the pattern. I'm sensing a trend. And I don't like to make generalizations, but, like, you know... I have guys who are um, white and cisgender, and they're just like, why do, like, white males get, like, pooped on all the time? And I'm just like, have you seen your track record? I know we can't judge individuals by the collective and vice versa, but just, like, recent news leads us to believe that there's something going on. (laughs) Yeah, and there is, there's something there that just gets me on such a deep, level because it's getting to the point where i feel like i just can't trust men and i don't mean i can't trust men in my life although there is like that happens too it's like you find out someone that you're friends with like sexually assaulted someone and then what do you do but uh, i'm like pretty confident in the men that are in my life currently because all of the people i'm close to i know very well but you know who knows but um the sense of, like, every, like, actor and director in Hollywood now. I'm like, when when is it going to be when the news comes out about you that you also did something horrible? Um, and I feel like I'm just waiting, which is terrible because, like, the most people don't suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the ones that do are so loud and so powerful and their, their reach is so far that it just feels like it's constant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As the favorite character of the hit movie Grease, um, Frenchie <laughs> was like, <laughs> Frenchie. where's your mind? Okay, keep going. I love it. Oh my goodness. I had an exam on international trade today. It is everywhere. <laughs> um, 
Frenchie is a character in the movie, and she was like the only man a girl can trust in her life is her dad. And I'm just thinking, like, no, there's got to be other guys out there. I'm just like, nope. Seems like it's not true. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's. I I tired is the best adjective I have for this. Would I'm you so s- tired? Would you say emotionally or mentally? Because like I think I know I for me like. It's, like, emotional, but then it's just, like, a mental strain, too, because it's, like, emotionally is feeling that it's not going to get better, and then mentally is just, like, accepting that, almost accepting that it's not going to get better, and then trying to, like, readjust your expectations based on that. I think it's both, really. It feels very visceral for me, because, I mean, I work in media and entertainment, and so, because it's, you know, it's, it's both what I was just saying, but, like, oh, when's the next guy that I look up to going to be revealed that he's done something horrible, but it's also, like when is it going to be me that's the victim? Like, when is it going to be that someone who is in a position of power over me decides to abuse that power? Because that's statistically likely. Um, Or, I shouldn't say that because I don't know the statistics, but it feels likely at this point, and that's really sad and scary. Mm -hmm. It's just depressing that, like, I don't know. It's like we've come to expect it, but it's still, like... We watch this happen over and over again. But, and I, of course, I know that change can happen overnight, but it's just so disheartening to see like the same story and the same headline and just all the time. And it just makes you lose faith in humanity. I mean, I never really had faith in humanity. <laughs> you can't lose what you never found, but um, I still stand by that. I don't want to not like people. I'm fine with not liking people. <laughs> I was talking to someone else about this, um, and to be fair, I don't think they were paying, like, that much attention. I was kind of getting, like, weird and ranty, and they were doing homework, but I was talking about this whole thing, and then they were like, oh, you know, well, you know, it's hard and everything, and I was like, it's not hard to not sexually assault people. Not doing things is easier than doing things. Just abstain. (laughs) Wait, like, actually, though, like, it's, that's a universal law in physics, what tends to stay at rest, (laughs) like will stay at rest or whatever yeah i just don't understand like why anyone would choose to go out of their way to sexually harass someone it's literally easier just not to do that it's just do you know how much effort it is to talk to people sometimes let alone you know ruin their day slash lives like we should just all be hermits is my point that's not the first time you have ma- tried to make that point that's not the first conclusion time you've come to this conclusion and every time it becomes more and more justified <laughs> yeah and like yeah it's about like people want to feel powerful and they want to feel like they have control over things and um don't that's my entire suggestion <laughs> <laughs> just don't mm-hmm So there's another angle to this whole thing, which is politics. Um, Because Harvey Weinstein was a big, like, Democratic donor fundraiser, um, and he raised money for Hillary Clinton. I mean, you say he was a big donor. He wasn't, like, like the Koch brothers. Um, (laughs) But, you know, he he did do some public fundraising and, and publicly supported, you know, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. And so, you know, this news comes out and everyone, all the Republicans are like, oh, ho, ho, ho. A sexual harasser and the Democrats missed? <laughs> That's my impression of a Republican. <laughs> Not too bad, actually. So, yeah, how do you feel about this? 
Um, I think this just solidifies my argument that we should all be libertarian. Oh my god! You never yeah, hear because I'm sure that a liber- that's because you've never you never hear about libertarians, Jillian. I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs> yes, and because they're great and they don't do anything that would cause you know negative attention. So you know, no, that is the clip that we're gonna pull the next time a libertarian does something that gets horrible attention. Oh my god! I mean, Gary Johnson already like blew it every other <laughs> every other day when he was you know running yeah um, we didn't harass anyone he just said dumb things (laughs) yeah he's just not yeah no (laughs) sorry but oh my god he's so great (sighs) not even him just what he represents hey jillian where's aleppo (laughs) oh (laughs) i think he said what's aleppo what's aleppo it's even worse which is (laughs) even worse yeah what's aleppo oh it's a medicine you take for colds what do you think it is (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness no, but yeah, um, I just want to reiterate, don't trust anyone. Because this whole thing, of, it's, it's, this is a phenomena of, like, supposedly feminist or liberal or, like, any kind of democratic men sucking. <laughs> this is a pattern, um, and it is sad. And so, it's weird to, to the angle that some people are using this of, like, oh, democrats also sexually harass people it's like well no duh (laughs) we already knew that um so i that part didn't phase me at all um but some some people are very hung up on it (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah just to reiterate that point like i feel like democrats and republicans are always just trying to like keep tally on each other and you know like rack up points and like there's just some ultimate scorecard in this game called politics but like honestly why even bother because everyone is losing it is a loss loss zero sum game here so true and you know there's also the definitive point of you know harvey weinstein gets outed as someone who harassed and assaulted women and you know he's being removed from his company and he's getting blacklisted and everything and donald trump came out as someone who harasses and assaults women and they made him president so it's like the one-year anniversary of the access hollywood tape that everyone said would end his campaign and then it didn't because you know emails want to put that out there is that of all the uh, recent like famous men who have faced consequences for their actions the most famous has not he has only gained more power and become stronger and we have all suffered for it there's also a lot of, like, really terrible things coming out of the White House this week, and I just, like, don't even have the energy to talk about them. It's, like, one of those <laughs> things where it's, like, when people are, like, oh, there's no such thing as negative publicity. Yeah, there isn't when you are a white, straight <laughs> male. <laughs> Apparently. I don't know what I'm going to do after we stop doing this show. Like, when am I going to talk about things? <laughs> you should just, um, a suggestion, actually, that was given to me, um, one of my... Twitter followers was like, because I'm, I have all these libertarian ideals. He was like, you should just have like your own podcast called Unregulated Feelings. <laughs> and I was like, that could be you, Quinn, because you could just let all your feelings out in one simple platform. Oh my God. Yeah. No one wants to hear that though. Just me ranting to myself. <laughs> oh, I would listen. Oh, I would listen to you rant to yourself. You're that's, hilarious. That's impressive. Cause I would not listen to myself <laughs> rant. <laughs> Oh my god, the funniest thing happened today in my German class. So, basically, 
Um, we're reading Mar- Christopher Marlowe's Faust, which is one of the, it was like the first really big play. Um, he was like a direct uh, contemporary of Shakespeare, but like a lot of Shakespeare's work was, you know, inspired by Christopher Marlowe or whatever. But anyways, um, the first, there's like the first introduction or like the prologue of this play. And it starts off with the word not or no or something like that. And basically like the whole premise what my teacher was trying to get at was that oh like in poetry there's a pattern that like it starts out with like negative comments and it says like everything that something isn't and then you say what it is because it's supposed to be like a direct foil and then it emphasizes the positive statements right but he was like does anyone know what this is called in poetry and i was like passive aggression (laughs) (laughs) and the whole class laughed and i was like ah class participation (laughs) done for the day (laughs) excellent yeah another topic that this relates to is when guys who say that they want to defend women's rights are just like you know as a father who has daughters or you know as a husband or it's just like women are more than just people that you're related to like they're just people like you should just want to defend them not because you have you know some direct association with them just but because they're we are human individuals with thoughts and feelings yeah remember when we were like in middle school and the concept of being like remember that all those all those women out there like that's someone's sister you know like that was considered very Mm -hmm. woke and now we're like wait a minute (laughs) i don't think this plan was carefully thought through (laughs) yeah that's just it's and I understand the instinct, but, like, think about how weird it would sound if I was, like, as, like, someone with a father and a brother. I, too, care about men. Like, that sounds <laughs> really weird, right? Yeah. That doesn't work the other way. Because, like, everyone just assumes that all men are fully formed people. <laughs> yeah. Whereas women are often defined, I mean, especially in, like, in media representation, are defined by their relationships with men. And we can all trace that to patriarchal family lines. Heck so, yeah, we can. Yeah, gotta love it. Remember that you don't own the women that you're married to. Mm-hmm. Unless you live in a country where you still do, in which case, sad. And also, you probably can't get this podcast. Anyway, and this is something that a lot of people are railing against because it gets more ridiculous the more that you think about it. Please... I am, in fact, someone's daughter. I am also a person. A living, breathing person. Yeah, I'm doing the breathing right now. You're so good at it. Thank you. I'm actually not very good at it. Yeah, as I've learned to, like, I do not have asthma, no. Oh, no, um, that's Azra. Well, yeah. she got over it. Yeah, that happens to people. But um, but I've, like, been doing a lot of, like, voice classes and yoga recently, and I've learned I'm not very good at breathing, but <laughs> I still do it. I do my best. <laughs> A minus for effort, C plus for execution. Mm-hmm. I'm still alive, aren't I? I'm still alive, but I'm barely breathing. Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think really that brings us to what I think is the concluding point, which is that we need more people who are not straight white men in positions of power. We just need white straight men to just not do stupid things and try to make good choices that benefit everyone in society, not just them. 
I also agree with that point. Yeah, there are kind of there are two like avenues forward um, from these kinds of situations, and one is to just you know if you actually have like lots of women and people of color who have power, then like we're not forced to rely on like straight white men who are abusing their power. You know, like like it gets spread out. There are more options. Checks and balances, diversification. It's like... You're just saying economics terms now. (laughs) No, yeah, it's true. It's like you have to diversify your portfolio. You can't just put all your money in straight (laughs) white men. (laughs) They already have enough of it. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, if you... Like, uh, even though, like, women do sexually harass people, but it's a lot more rare. And so if you have a woman who's a studio head, like, it's a lot less likely that she's going to be running around, like, harassing the interns, you know? Just, just a whole thing. Yeah, because she'll be too busy trying to prove everyone that she actually is capable for doing, (laughs) doing her job. (laughs) Yeah, women just don't have, coming back to the point of it's easier not to harass people, women don't don't have that kind of time. (laughs) Literally, though. We're going to be working, like, a couple extra hours every day to be making the same amount of money, right? So, like, we got to get that in there. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I brought it back to the pay gap. This is a show about the pay gap. (laughs) Yikes. Anyway, um, and then, like you said, the other thing is that men need to make better choices in general. I think just humans overall need to make better choices. Oh, for sure, yes. Yeah, like, I know I need to make better choices, you know, like, not take a thousand billion classes and have all of these obligations that I am committed to, you know, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, so that's an example for you. An example for Harvey Weinstein would be to not assault people. Um, everyone needs to make better choices. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the saying, don't judge others for sinning differently than you, but, like, I'm going to judge others for sinning differently than me. Is that an actual saying, sitting differently? Sinning. I heard sitting, and I was like... Can't people sit however they yeah, want? crisscross applesauce, you know, sometimes <laughs> you like to switch it up. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, I will, okay, some sins are worse than others. I'm just gonna, I believe that very sternly. Wait, oh my goodness. In my Catholic school, like, in third grade, we had a priest come talk to us, and he tried to get us to believe that, like, there's no such thing as, like, one sin being worse than another because it's still, like, sins, you know? And I was like, okay, you cannot equate someone murdering somebody else with my omission of taking out the trash. Like, that just, those you are, can't yeah, do that. Those are just, one is worse than the other. I'm sorry. Just like, like, I understand <laughs> what he was, like, trying to get at. Like, it's still wrong no matter what. But, like, I still think there are degrees. Like, I hope I don't go to hell because I didn't want to take out the trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the show The Good Place where they like have numerical values for all the good and bad things you've done in your life and they calculate them all to see where you go. But all that note though, but like this idea of making good choices is not only, you know, like don't harass people, which is always good. That's like step number one, but also call people out who are harassing people, like actually take steps to protect others, to let others know, um, even if it's someone you like or if it's your friend, like if you know that they are abusing someone in any way, like, then, like, you need to say something, you need to step up and call them out and intercede in the behavior, or if they've done something that's too far gone, like, make them face consequences, and that's so complicated because it's difficult, and there are so many power structures in place, and sometimes sometimes you genuinely know something, and you cannot do anything about it Mm -hmm. without sacrificing your whole career or, or, 
stuff like that but if it's just like this is an uncomfortable situation mm, it's uncomfortable and worse for the people who are victims of them so mm-hmm. yeah like i understand the concept of like you know n- not wanting to take sides but also in these situations where like really nothing is at risk except maybe like some awkward tension like not saying anything and just being a bystander is already taking a side mm-hmm. yeah for sure and this doesn't even have to be like i'm assuming that most people aren't friends with the hollywood executives this is everywhere oh i i get lunch with them all the time <laughs> yeah we're chill no this is you know the weird guy in the cubicle next to you that like you know says inappropriate things to all the female interns either like you gotta say something gotta report him to hr this kind of thing happens on all levels um it happens in professional life and interpersonal life and it is really scary to try to deal with but it's a lot scarier when you're the victim and so when you're not the victim especially if you're someone who has power in the situation being able to step up and do something is really important Mm -hmm. yeah i like how like some people say you know, oh, well, you you can't say anything anymore in the workplace and, like, things like that. Like, what happened to freedom of speech, blah, blah, blah. Okay, here's the thing. When you work at a company, you've already given up, like, part of your rights, right? Like, you signed a contract to enter this company, and it just, like, boggles my mind that this is still somehow, like, a valid argument. Like, oh, you can't say anything anymore. Like, blah, blah, blah. What? Come on. Honestly, give me a break. We regret to inform you that you now have to treat women as humans. <laughs> Plot twist, there are now consequences for your actions. What? I know. Groundbreaking. No. Wait, what do you mean other people have to, like, what do you mean we have to start, you know, thinking before we speak? What do you mean I can't just say whatever <laughs> springs to my mind and then, like, count that anyone who is hurt by it will just not say anything because I have power over them? What? Shocking. It's like that line in um, um, Devil Wears Prada, speaking of Meryl Streep, florals for spring, groundbreaking. <laughs> oh, I was like, what does that have to do with anything? You're just talking about the tone of this. Yeah, like statements. just groundbreaking, yeah. Speaking of passive aggression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, yeah. So it's such a weird episode this week. Um, it's a weird time. Yeah. This is our show. We can do what we want. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I We're the up- worst, I'm sorry. <laughs> I woke up at 3 a.m., so I am just, like, not a person right now, but it's okay. Why did you do that? I don't know, Quinn. Again, I make bad choices. Also, I had a dream about memes, and it was just, like, I just, like, woke up and then couldn't go back to sleep because I was just thinking of memes. We're going to end the show, but please tell me your dream about memes first. (laughs) Um, So our school just, like, has a meme page, and, like, I just had a dream that, like, one of my memes like got published or like but it wasn't like my best meme and i was just like you know you have anxiety about weird things i do i think this was just like a manifestation of my anxiety about the actual thing which was a test today which is fair but it was just came up in meme form we should just end the show and leave now yeah pretty much before it gets worse (laughs) yep thank you for listening today i hope you enjoyed our conversation about harvey weinstein and power abuse you can follow us on Twitter at MixedFeelingsFM, or you can find us online at Relay.fm slash MixedFeelings, where you can see our show notes, or there is a contact form there if you would like to email us. You can also find us in the Apple Podcast Store, where if you like, you can leave us a review. You can find me on Twitter at AspiringRobotFM. 
And you can find me on Twitter at underscore Jillian Parker. Thanks for talking with me, Jillian. Oh, thanks for talking to me, Quinn. I'm Quinn Rose. I'm Jillian Parker. And these were our mixed feelings. I'm going to back up like blurred this whole sort of lines. Or... Yeah. Um... Oh, which is a great song sung by an objectively awful person with a really sketchy lyrics, but the beat is just so catchy. Yeah, I know. You can, instead, instead of listening to Blurred Lines, you can listen to Weird Al's Word Crimes, which has the same beat, but by a pure person. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and it's about grammar. <gasps> Wait. Stop. I'm going to cry. I love Wait, grammar. Wait, okay. Look it up right Wait, now. Sorry. <laughs> hang on. Okay. Um, what is this? This is... Word Crimes. Oh, my God. There is a God. Yeah, his name was Weird Al Van- Yankovic. Instead of naked girls, there are punctuation marks. I love it. <laughs> this is a really cute video, too. This is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna cry. This, is so- this song is my theme song. Okay, I need to start listening to it because I'm getting, like, very emotional.